Hey everybody, welcome to BeautyCast Network's Mastering Beauty, a podcast for beauty barbering and wellness professionals looking for successful, sustainable, and satisfying careers. Tune in every Sunday to hear conversations with brilliant professionals from across the industry, offering their very best advice on a variety of topics. I'm Gordon Miller, CEO of BeautyCast Network and your podcast host, and today, we are here with a favorite, someone I haven't spoke to in a while, but I've been following her for a very long time, a huge fan. She's a wonderful human. Patricia Nicole, aka Painted Hair, the renowned and um, innovative techniques. There's a whole technique. We'll get into that for a moment, but she's Painted Hair the person too. <laughs> so, so, so interesting how that happens, right? With, with just over a million followers on Instagram, one of the biggest folks in the industry on, on IG, and coming up on really fast, 500,000 followers on TikTok. Um, did I get that right or did I get that backwards? You got it right. Hey, got yay, it right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so, so Patricia is a colorist, educator, entrepreneur, mom, a spouse, partner, hi to Josh, um, uh, is a really big, big brand ambassador and has had a journey in that space that I love following along. She's worked with some amazing brands and, and, and I wish I could do a drum roll. I need sound effects on the podcast because just recently announced you have joined the most iconic Schwarzkopf as their newest brand ambassador. Um, and shout out to the Schwarzkopf uh, team, um, the executive team, the, the management folks. Um, I know them well and they're one of my favorites in the industry to, to hang out with a little bit from time to time. So, um, and congrats to them and congrats to you, Patricia. Welcome. Thank you so much, Gordon, for having me here. It's uh, It's been way too long. <laughs> It has, we were talking, we think we first met around 2014-ish or so at, at what was called Ideologue, which really was, was it's a fascinating event because uh, it was really, I think, the first event that brought a lot of the people in the influencer space or that we're not using as much these days, but you know, a lot of up-and-coming people because everybody was up-and-coming who was in the space and you were one of them. You had an amazing story of, of things you overcame in your life to be doing what you're doing here today and, and continuing to do. And we're still connected. So I love it. Yeah, I love it. And I, you know, appreciate that you show up in this industry as well. And you, you really, you know, put a spotlight on all of the amazing artists that are, you know, just working hard and really elevating our industry. So thank you for that, Gordon. <laughs> oh, thank you, Patricia. So uh, a couple of things before we start, um, I, we're going to jump into some best advice in a moment, but you have launched and you'll have to tell us when, but I, I know it's, it's been a tremendous success. You're getting a lot of attention. You have online education. Talk for a moment about your online learning platform so people know about it, can find it. Um, but also like, what inspired you to take that big step? Because it's a big, it is a big step from being on social, doing all the work you've been doing, but then going deep in digital learning. It's so funny because um, we have always had, well, I, I will say I started back you know, maybe around 2014 with education where I actually was teaching and I was traveling and doing all of that. But I needed to really find balance with, you know, not only traveling, but also working with the brands I was working with and traveling for them and, you know, being, a, I, I had to find some balance in my life. And so fast forward, um, we came up with an educational platform that would be accessible to um, students everywhere because there were people all around the world who wanted education from me, but maybe were in the same situation as me. Like I was still working full time behind the chair because I felt it was very important to be able to, um, you know, make sure my my skills were on point. And also I needed to be able to 
create curriculum that I can then teach. So, so the online education was the perfect way to be able to do that, have students from all over that maybe couldn't travel. And then also, you know, be able to just put new things out there all the time. That was really the reason why we did it. And we did it at a great time because we launched our online education and then COVID hit like maybe Mm. a few months later. So it was just timing. Timing is everything in so many parts of our lives and and in our careers as well. So tell people where they can find it. Anybody's listening, um, how, how do they get to your online education? Sure. So our uh, website is www.thepaintroom.com. And it is, it, you know, it is just such a great place to learn. I, I try to be look based because I, I feel like there's a lot of techniques out there. And, you know, I created the painted hair technique, but also there was a need for people to learn how to create total looks, total transformations with different levels of hair. And so that's what I specialize in doing. It's like, you know, maybe you're you're going to need more than hair painting for this head of hair, or, you know, I really go into formulas and, and just business and everything that you need to be able to be successful behind the chair. And there are so many conversations today about painted hair. I mean, it's, it's just, we talk about it, right? Painting hair. And mm-hmm. um, you're the OG. Um, <laughs> I remember so well, I think, I, I don't remember the date, I re- don't remember the moment, but I, I, I can kind of see when I was first told by somebody to look at the work you were doing and my jaw kind of dropped. I was no. like, what is happening here? So give the, the, the fast version of what inspired you to do that? Because again, really big idea. Yeah. So um, there was balayage. And the the one thing I didn't like about it was, and, and I'm not saying I don't like balayage, but, but what I'm saying is the one thing that I felt really needed to change about it was that you would be able to do it on clients with darker levels and and have them leave with a result that was high contrast, um, you know, where they felt like they were leaving the salon and something was done to their hair because I know balayage is the French term. It's just sort of sun swept lights in the hair, mm-hmm. but I wanted to create a look where it was, it was bold. And so that's where I came up with painted hair. And also for my background of being, you know, an artist and a painter on canvas that kind of created that thought in my head to, to then translate it onto hair. Love that. Game-changing stuff. And you built a huge, not only following, but community around this idea. So, so again, congrats for that. So let's move on to best advice. You've had um, a fairly long career at this point. You've been at this for a bit. And um, so we love to share best advice. And, and, and I like to start by asking you for the best advice that someone has given you um, that, that has helped you have a better career, a better life um, that you would uh, think might benefit our audience. Yeah. So... My, my best piece of advice would be to find your balance because I think that a lot of times, you know, I, I look at my life and I look at my career and I think, wow, there are times where I felt like I could have been somewhere so much faster if I just worked a little bit more, but then I had to take it back and remember I, I, I needed that balance in order to be a hundred percent and to do things the right way and do it cons- and show up consistently. Um, and so balance is key for anybody and it keeps you from getting burnt out and it keeps you from being overwhelmed. And so that was the best piece of advice for me is just maintain your balance. You were a young mom in your career. You know, you, you had your share of challenges as we all do in life that you had to work through and, and finding balance, you know, when you got other stuff going on and you're trying to build a career, you know, talk about, 
And, and, and perhaps that balance idea came later, I'm not sure, but you're here, right? You, you made it through whatever adversities you needed to get through. And so talk for a moment about that, because I think it's so easy for so many of us to just not kind of see the forest for the trees as far as our opportunities, because we got bad stuff in front of us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, very early on in my career, I had a mentor who really, I mean, for her, that was something that was so important that she emphasized, obviously work hard. Um, and, and so I, I guess with that being said, your balance is going to help you stay passionate. It's going to help you stay, um, you know, laser focused because to your point, there's going to be so many trials and tribulations and things that come your way. I know that I've experienced them on my own, but I was always able to maintain a healthy mind and really, really just, you know, allow myself to, to be focused where I needed to be. So if it's, if I'm working hard because, you know, at so, at one time in my life, I had, you know, two kids by myself and also building my career and trying to figure everything out. And I just, I took it a day at a time and I was always moving forward, but I was giving myself the grace that I needed to still be a mom, still show up for my kids, still show up for my clients in a way where I was positive and, you know, and, and really um, stay inspired with my craft and, and, so all of these things had to 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 work together for me to be able to be where I am today, for sure. I love the step at a time idea. I'm, I'm a real big step at a time kind of guy. And so any any thoughts around that? You know, one thing too that we didn't really get to touch on is the fact that education in this industry is so important as well. And that's sort of, that could be the anchor for your career because you, you're educated, you know how to deal with people, you know how to, to work in your professional life. You, you, you're up to date on all the newest, ten, uh, you know, trends that are coming out of the beauty industry. You're well-versed in formulations. All of these things are going to be what supports your business. And that's why to your point, online education is so important because you, you can't really say, well, I don't have time for education. It's like, there's so much available for you to be able to, um, to watch and learn on your, your, your days off or, or any time that you have, maybe before you go to bed, just absorbing knowledge to be able to support your career and then everything else falls into place. And you know, that last point about, you know, so many opportunities to learn. So like, I'm, I'm kind of obsessed with learning. I always have been. And I think that's one of the reasons I get so excited about the world that we live in today, because there are so many opportunities. And I am, I have a long list of things I want to learn and know and understand some of them related to career, some of them not, but because I travel a lot, I love that in an Uber just yesterday, I watched a course, you know, it was a 45 minute ride. And I, I'm like, I can do lots of things in the Uber, but I'm like, I watched a course because I wanted to. Right. And then I stay, I download things and I save them for the plane. You know, if I get on the bus, you know, I listen to um, business podcasts, you know, so I think there's no excuse not to continuously learn if you understand how important it is and, and if you're up for it. I think it's important to just evaluate where you are in your life and where you maybe need to strengthen your skills. You know, if you feel like you're, you, you have a, you know, hard time maybe deciding where to specialize, then you could really look up what you love to do and then, and specialize in your business. And that's going to allow you to grow and make more money. Or, you know, if you struggle you know, maybe with formulation or you struggle with how you manage your money. There, There is just so much knowledge out there. It's about really writing down what it is that you're missing, where you could be better, and then 
learning and, and doing what you do, you know, where you're sitting on a bus or maybe someone's driving you to work. Like, you know, my husband drives me to work and that's an opportunity for me to listen to a podcast or me to really just, you know, I, I call it being fed on a daily basis. You're, you're, you're feeding your mind with knowledge. And so that's, that's so important. When you're, we're also kind of talking about the, the power of self-awareness, right? You, you mm-hmm. kind of have to take a step back and do an inventory of yourself from time to time and go, you know, where, where, where are my strengths and be proud of those? And what are my perhaps weaknesses or areas that I need to fill in some more information with? That self-awareness is really important. Oh, for sure. It is. And, and it, it, it is an honest conversation, but you're having it with yourself. So of course you're being kind and you're saying, you know, these are the areas that maybe I haven't had the time to really invest in, but I would love to invest in them, invest in them now, you know, taking care of my body or, you know, uh, you know, how to deal with people, you know, maybe if you struggle with dealing with difficult people or, you know, I mean, it, it's just, there's so many things that you can, you can grow and become strong in. And then that's how you become a leader. And that's how you, people are attracted to you because of that. And it, it's cool where that will take you in your professional space and even in your personal space. Well, leadership, that's a big one. Um, so to me, anybody who gets up in the front of a classroom it has the opportunity to be a leader. I, I think the best the best educators are. If, if you're not quite you know on your game yet, perhaps that's something you're missing, but you're leading a group towards learning. So I think that's important. But I also think in our industry today, and there's good and bad in this. I get frustrated at times. We're approaching 70% of the entire industry is now self-employed. That's a mixture of everybody who's renting. If you're rent, if you're a renter, if you're in a suite, or if you're in a chair rental, you're self-employed, which brings with it certain responsibilities. And then if you're a salon owner, rental salon, or, or traditional salon, you're self-employed. So I don't even know another industry where almost you know 70% of everybody is, in a sense, their own boss. And I think, again, to be your own boss, you need to be a leader, even if it's a leader only of you. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And or, you know, I mean, the leader of you and the leader of your household and the leader of Mm, eyes on you. Maybe you share, you know, a salon space with somebody else and and getting to know the people around you and, and maybe helping them through their struggles. I mean, there's so many ways that we can really, you know, impact someone's life, impact our own in a positive way. I mean, because I just, I try to think about purpose and I try to live an ego free life. I try to really make sure that whatever I'm doing, I'm, I'm able to give back every day. Cause I feel like that's so fulfilling and life is so short. We, you know, we just take it a day at a time and do the best that we can in those moments that we have. And the industry has forever talked about, you know, how powerful the hairdresser's impact can be on a person's life through the work you do, through the conversations you have. I mean, people are vulnerable in the chair very often. Mm-hmm. You see people at their best, and sometimes you see them at their worst. And to me, that 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 idea is a gift, you know. Yeah. The question is, what do you do with it? And some people do amazing things with it, and some people don't even realize it's in front of them. Yeah. And, you know, I also think about, um, I think about, just the clients. And I think about, you know, seeing them maybe a few times a year and all of the changes that happen. So it's like, this is the one besides being a doctor, this is, this is the one career where you are hands-on with somebody for hours. And, 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 um, you know, and, and I don't think anybody ever, you know, besides their spouse or, or their kids really is that interactive with them. And so I think it's such an important, fulfilling role and, you know, 
like I said, I've seen so many changes. I've seen births, deaths, you know, marriages. I've, I, I've seen babies. It's just so many things and it's so inspiring. And, you know, you mentioned a doctor and a lot of times we talk about that as, you know, us and the doctors or, or perhaps nurses. My experience, especially coming past through COVID, and I'm a forever diabetic, so I go to the doctor's regular. I'm very healthy with my diabetes, thankfully. Um, but they don't like to touch us anymore. No, <laughs> so, it's in and out. It is in and out. They just look at you from across the room. If you're lucky, they might use a machine to take your pulse. I mean, seriously, even the nurses, they just stick it on you and step back. So we, I think, are very alone in a really positive way in having that power of touch and, and that really kind of very personal and, and intimate you know, engagement, which is really powerful. It is. And, and then I also, because I try to also think of like a social media take on that. And I, I think that, you know, there's always a space for us to be able to grow on social media because, you know, we can touch on that. We can talk about these topics. We can really bring to light how special this industry is. And not only do you get to be creative, but you get to have these personal rela- relationships that you build over time. And, you know, I, I, I look at social as, as such an opportunity and such a, um, a gift because, you can reach people and you can speak life into, into someone else and, and really um, showcase the potential. I mean, there's so much potential in this industry. Let's switch gears a little bit and talk about kind of life as an educator. And I'm going to go back to early life as an educator because that's when I first met you. And I remember how confident you were and, and how, how good you were. Um, and it was a talk. So I, I, don't, I don't believe I saw you doing hair that first time. But I've been around educators my entire career. So A, I can spot a great one. So I saw that in you, saw that in you. But it's not for everybody. It takes a lot. And it's like being a great colorist. I mean, being a great educator, it takes as much work to become that separate from becoming a great colorist. And so many people want to be educators. So if you're gonna give some advice on someone who's thinking about that path, any thoughts about they're not there yet? It's like, oh, I think I want to do that. Like, what advice would you give someone? So for me, you know, being in front of people did not come naturally. And I'll be the first to say that I always felt like I'd be more of a behind the scenes type of, you know, I would have a behind the scenes career and just showcase beautiful hair. But when I saw that people really wanted the education, that's where I really went into learning. I learned how to have a stage presence. I learned how to, you know, I, I and again, it goes back to just educating yourself and, and, what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses and really trying to figure that out. So that way you can have the best presence. And that really helped me build the confidence that I needed uh, to be able to, to get where, you know, I am and also practice. I mean, I'm sure my first class to this class, they're, they're, they're so different in so many ways, but that's because I have the experience and that experience comes with just doing doing and constantly learning along the way to be able to be the best version of myself as an educator. And I think, you know, for a lot, again, you've done this for a long time. And so I'm sure you have folks that you trust who give you feedback. I'm sure you have, I'm sure you have moments where you look at your own stuff and, and, and just evaluate. So how can I make that a little better? Just like you, just like when you finish a service with a client, it's like, Ooh, next time I'm going to be. Yes. Right. And it says, again, it's this self-awareness never ending self-evaluation, getting feedback from other people. The same applies to being an educator. Yeah. 
And uh, luckily for me, I have, you know, my husband who is full-time invested in our business and he really helps me to say, you know, it, it, he doesn't criticize, but he tells me, okay, this is something that we could do better for. This is, this is a way that we could really um, make our classes better for our students. And so it, it's, it's definitely a collaboration to be able to, to give back as much as possible. And, and so that has really helped me, um, you know, fine tune my skills and, also, it's so amazing how well you learn how to be an educator just by doing it. And even if you're not teaching a class, maybe if it's in front of your iPhone and you're just, you're talking about key points and then you put it all together in Splice or you put it all together in an app and yet you, you will learn how to be an amazing educator with, with um, all of your knowledge. So it's just doing and constantly doing um, is, is the best advice that I give. And Don't give up on it. How do you think as an educator, the difference between a live class, being in a room with people um, versus, you know, what you do online? Because the ultimate goal is very similar often, um, but, but, it's, but it's different, you know, on screen versus in person. Yeah. And so I think for me, I mean, I think that both of them are so important. I really, really miss in-person classes, which is something we're working on because then you get to hug somebody, you get to really talk to them, have a, a, to a, a you know, face-to-face conversation. And I I would definitely miss that. But I think with the live element, it's really cool because as I'm working, people are able to ask me questions in real time and then have me respond. So they they both work, especially um, for somebody, like I said, who maybe not, you know, may not have the ability to come out because they have, you know, a full career. They have a, you know, they're working and they have 10 clients and they have kids. And so it's still, um, allows them to have um, you know, a piece of my education and still connect with me in that way. So I think they're both very important. Yeah, there's, there's absolutely no doubt about that. So I, I'm going to go to our last question because it's a big one, and, and um, which again, we're back to best advice again. And you've had this, I would say, signif- I'll use the word significant career. It's, it's major. <laughs> it's major. And, um, yeah. And, uh, oh, but before we leave education, I, I, I want to plant a seed. Um, I was just not too long ago at Schwarzkopf uh, headquarters in Culver City and part of LA. And as I've said to them many times, um, I think they have the most gorgeous um, real-time academy of, of any brand. It is spectacular. You know, I, I keep wanting to call them up myself and say, let me do a class there, please. Just let me oh, do a, just let me, let me do a class there. I would I, actually, I, I need to, reach out to somebody. I really would love to do a class there just for fun. Um, My classes these days are about artificial intelligence and I'm having a blast doing them. But more important than that is is you, Patricia Nicole, I I can just see you in that room. So when you're getting ready to go back and do live classes, I hope they are the first ones you tap on the shoulder. Yeah, it's so funny you say that because that was a, you know, um, that was a lot of our conversation is I was missing in-person classes so much. And I mean, you know, Schwarzkopf is just amazing. And when I told them about, you know, my aspirations, my goals, my dreams, when it came to education, it, and then having the facility to be able to use, it's, it's like, okay, how can we grow this? What, what can we do with this beautiful space? And so that's actually gonna, you know, you'll be seeing some, um, some in-person classes coming soon from that location, which I'm so excited about. Um, okay, last question. Best advice that you have for our audience? Anybody who's looking to have the kind of career you've had, no matter what their job, you know, whether it's staying behind the chair because that's what you love or growing into other parts of the industry, what would be your best advice for someone looking for a long, successful, 
sustainable and, and really importantly, satisfying career? Yeah. So I would just say, um, you know, make sure that education is uh, a priority in your life. Make sure that you are also prioritizing your health and wellness and, and your family and, and all these things or, or whatever it is that makes you happy. Uh, because then you are going to be happy doing what you love. So, you know, education, making sure that, you know, you're taking care of your health and in your mental health and also, um, you know, just taking it a day at a time, but keep, you know, moving forward towards your goals. That that's something that I think is, is so important having a game plan, but just taking it a day at a time and working really hard. Also social. I want to talk about socials, everything. So if you're not on social media, I mean, that's the way that you are going to connect with people. That's how you're going to get your work out there. That's how I see people that don't have, you know, really big accounts, but they're so well known because they show up, they comment, they like, they communicate, they repost, and they're 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 just building their own little community, which is so valuable. So in their own way, they're they're growing the world the way that they want it to to be. And um, you know, now it's like I have all of these people that I know, and and so community is so important in, in building your social community and social following for sure. No, it's really important. And again, like I said earlier, if you're not that person who wants a following or if you don't, maybe your career yeah. is just blown up and you don't need it, but it's such a great resource. You know, to me, it's like I mean, when I was a kid, you'd go to the public library and there was all kinds of things, including community things. Well, those days are gone. We go to social to see things, to learn things, to find the news, to find our industry news, to find which people are happening, like in the larger industry, like to know like who's hot right now in, in the bigger industry on stages elsewhere be able to follow them and their content. I mean, you can learn so much in so many different ways. It's just a gigantic resource that's foolish not to take advantage of. And then if you can use it to market yourself and build your career in a different way, that's that's the gold standard. Absolutely. And especially if you're a professional that is by yourself or maybe in your own salon suite, you don't really have... I mean, this is the way that you're going to be able to put your information out there, even if it's just your client saying, hey, I have, you know, this retail for sale or, or these are the new skills that I'm learning or, or all. And this is how you're going to grow. And it starts so small and it just becomes something. And even if it's to your point, not a social following, but just being able to connect with people that you really like or, or meeting new people, this is a free way to do it and, and really be able to go at your own pace. And so um, like I have the question all the time, like, how did you grow your following? I said, it didn't happen overnight for me. It was a slow, gradual, because I really wanted to build a community. I was always community first. So I, I had the mentality that the people that really like what I do and, and love what I do are going to follow me. And if they don't, they don't, that's okay. But I'm building something strong you know, a, a strong foundation for myself. And that's where eventually, you know, it, it, it grew. And, and so I'm so thankful for that. It's just like the rest of life is how I've always said we should look at social media. I think two really big, important ideas. One is it's called social. So it's so important that if you're going to get the most of it, be social, meaning connect with people, comment, you know, hit the like button, you know, that all by itself is being social. The other side of the coin is it takes time to build up our own personal circle of friends in the real world. It takes time to build your book in the real world, you know, no matter how you go about and life is kind of slow and that's okay. And and on social media, we see all these big fast things happening, but they're the exception, not the rule. 
just understand it, it takes time and it takes participating. If you don't show up, nothing's going to change for you. Exactly. And I think that people do get overwhelmed with social media, but I always say it's such a gift and it's such a opportunity that we didn't have. I mean, I've been in the hair industry for 20 years. I started on digital back in MySpace. So, I mean, I've always had a love because <laughs> I, I, I had a need. I, I, this, this really helped me fill a need that I had because I had to meet people and I had to get people in my chair and I just wasn't able to go out and physically do that. And so, um, I, I learned to love social media and appreciate it for what it was. And so if, if you're going and liking and, and commenting and it, it just feels so good to be able to shake someone else's hand that you may not be able to shake in person, but there they are, you know, right. They're showing up on social. So. So love it. So love it. Well, we're out of time. So I have to say a really, really big thank you to Patricia Nicole, the creator of painted hair, the, the paint room. Am I remembering that correctly? Yeah. It's www.thepaintroom.com. <laughs> it's brilliant. I mean, I, I seriously recommend everybody go check it out. And anything I say on the podcast is what I really believe. And, and uh, I'm just that person. So check that out. An amazing human, as, as everybody has heard. And, and today, again, congratulations, a, a brand ambassador for the amazing Schwarzkopf. Um, and, you know, really proud of you and all that you have done. And so um, hugs to your husband, Josh. I've not seen him in a long time and, and adore him as well. So um, again, thank you for being our guest today. And thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening. It's, it's, it's an honor to be here. Thanks. And, and let me say to our audience, if you like what you heard today, I encourage you to, number one, share it, pay it forward. You know, this is great content, so much value to so many people. And it, it's a great thing to share great content, um, share great people with those around you. So that's number one. Leave a rating or review that helps people to find the podcast. Hit the subscribe button so you'll get new new programs as they're coming out. And um, be sure to follow BeautyCast over at BeautyCastNetwork.com, BeautyCast Network on Instagram, and BeautyCast over on Facebook. This has been the Mastering Beauty Podcast. I'm Gordon Miller, and um, I cannot wait to share more again with you next time. 